0: Welcome to the HV Audit Training and Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Hungerford. This podcast brought to you by Hungerford Binton LLC. In the last 20 years, I've seen travel expense reimbursement go through a lot of modifications and changes. In some ways, it's that old story of things have changed, but ultimately a lot of things have stayed the same. By that, I mean the methods have changed. But people have still found ways to cheat the system and get more reimbursement than they're supposed to. There used to be a ton of travel agents around. Of course, that's when profit margins were higher and you didn't have the availability on the internet to order things yourself at the best cost. Now, most of those travel agencies have gone by the wayside. They've been replaced by agencies that provide more of a full service. Not only are they able to book your airline tickets, but they will provide an expense reimbursement system that you can get online, submit your expenses and put them through for reimbursement okay so let's talk about some of the low-hanging fruit that's out there for travel expense reimbursement audits first and foremost you need some sort of corporate policy employees need guidelines so that they know how they're supposed to order their airfare how they're supposed to fill out their travel system whether you have a per diem rate a standard cost per meal rate what the guidelines are for mileage rates when they're supposed to get it in what type of records they're supposed to keep all this should be in a nice corporate travel guideline policy. So as an auditor, there's our first step. We take the policy and we look at all the things that are supposed to happen. Then we start grabbing our sample to find out what really happened. First area that I'll test usually is duplicate payments. I've had a situation where an individual took a trip to the Far East, put in their $4,000 expense reimbursement, and after a few weeks hadn't been reimbursed. She went to the manager and asked the manager to put it through again, Eh, but the original report was still being processed. So not only they got the first one, but a few weeks later they got the second reimbursement check, and I don't know whether they forgot, or it's something that they were hoping other people would forget, but essentially they got paid twice. We found that, and it was recovered for our client. A bigger area of concern related to duplicates is airfare costs. A lot of times people will order airfare and then turn around and cancel it but they'll have gotten reimbursed for the original airfare. Sometimes they'll order an airfare cost that is very high, and then turn around and cancel it, and then book when the airfare costs are lower, thus keeping the difference between the two. A couple ways to try to prevent this is, A, look for the boarding passes to make sure people have actually used the pass on the ticket that they've claimed for reimbursement, or also work with your travel provider to see if there are any credits or see if there's anything that would indicate that a airfare was not used, but yet was re- and burst. When it comes to meals, one of the things that I've always used is the highest ranking official at a table needs to be the one that actually pays for the meal. One of the reasons why we do this is because sometimes a supervisor will get an employee underneath them to pay for the meal and then approve that meal. That's not a good control. Make sure the highest official pays for it. That way he'll have to take it back to his manager and get approval. Another thing to look out for sequential invoices. And I'm talking about restaurant receipts where you've got the same restaurant but sequential sequential. sequential receipt numbers. Doesn't seem like it happened very often, but there are several cases I've come across where both an individual did it to avoid VAT taxes, another individual did it to put in fictitious receipts, and there's a couple other ways that people have used sequential invoices. So keep an eye open for it, though it is difficult to find when you're doing an expense reimbursement audit in a short period of time. Also, watch out for the tip on a large group of employees or customers. When that's submitted through, remember that large groups usually have gratuity included in the bill. Therefore, if there's a 20% tip on there, which would be customary in the United States, it's possible that's being pocketed by the employee and not really on the original receipt. So you'd have to request that from the restaurant. Another area that comes up quite a bit, and it's understandable because it is confusing for employees who aren't used to financial transactions, is currency translation in these cases you could have an over reimbursement situation for example if an individual from the United States goes to Canada at a time when the translation rate is very different they submit their receipt and it's in Canadian dollars they potentially could get reimbursed in US dollars and therefore be over reimbursed there needs to be a translation of that bill into US dollars again you don't want the employee to be out money but you also want to make sure the company isn't out money either So I'll finish off with a couple quick hits. For example, you want to look out for altered receipts. Those aren't acceptable. You want to look out for receipts where some of the receipt is missing or cut off, and then make sure it hasn't been duplicated and resubmitted. Look at consultants expense reports carefully. Make sure that meals also haven't been duplicated in the hotel bill. Check to make sure any car expenses or repairs are for the right automobile. You want to make sure that that gas is being put into the company car and not into personal cars or even friends' or relatives' cars. Check credit card balances. Make sure that if the company is ultimately liable, that that employee really is using that reimbursement to pay off the credit card. And finally, make sure that your managers take it seriously to review and sign off on their employees' expense reports. Well, I can't cover all the different travel expense reimbursement issues that are out there, but hopefully a couple of these have given you some ideas the next time you're on a travel reimbursement audit. I'm Tim Hungerford, and thank you for listening to the HV Audit Training and Tips Podcast, brought to you by Hungerford Vinton, LLC, www.hvaudit.com.